Welcome back, everybody, to the Verified Wines podcast. Joining me is uh, Ricardo, uh, representing Ethico Wines. Good morning, Tao. Thank you so much, Luis. I'm very happy to be here. Also because, uh, yeah, I think you are one of the first person that I met here. in Yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you, so. You've been here how long? Uh, I arrived here in January. Yeah, January. In January, right. yeah. So actually, in my mind, I, think st- I still think to be new in town, uh, but actually, Time flies now. Yeah, so especially in DC. Oh yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Then a lot of things to do. So five months uh, seems like one month now. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what's been the hardest transition from? Oh, Italy? well, first of all, where are you from? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you didn't know, if you didn't, couldn't tell already. I don't know if my accent is clear enough, uh, but uh, I'm from uh, Singapore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I was born and raised uh, in Italy, in uh, like surrounded by the Prosecco hills. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's why so you're, we're you're gonna... officially DOCG. Oh yeah, totally, Prosecco, totally right? <laughs> <laughs> certified. And uh, yeah, exactly. Today we're also gonna talk about uh, Prosecco. That is uh, like uh, something that I care a lot about because uh, it's really part of my culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically, I was born and raised uh, in Italy, in this uh, small country, small city. Sorry, like uh, in the northeast, in Veneto. Okay, and uh, yeah, uh, for my for me, like uh, growing there was a uh, very different. Uh, yeah, you asked me about the transition from Italy to DC. Mm-hmm. Okay, How first of all, man, is uh, the first time ever that I live in a big city. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I was grew like um, in a small town of around like uh, sixty thousand uh, habitants, and so like you know, is a, a situation in, in which uh, you know everyone. You go outside, uh, you accident, you don't have like to like uh to text your friends because you go you you know that you go to the town you're gonna meet everyone right yeah yeah, yeah. here is not like this here otherwise you have to text uh, and everything uh, because uh like is much more like spread out uh, so is uh everything everything is uh everything is faster everything uh, is bigger yeah <laughs> <laughs> so the difference is uh, is huge busier busier too i imagine hmm? busier too oh yeah yeah totally totally there the life is i mean very slow so, for example, right. you don't have to take a metro. Also, a thing that impressed me a lot uh, that, okay, for you could be like a uh, normal, but for me it's not uh, the distances. Right. So Man. I I lived in Hawaii for four years and it was okay. the same thing over there because it takes 45 minutes to get across the whole island. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, so 30 minutes over there is like a road trip. Exactly. And nobody exactly. wants to do it. Here but... when people tell me, yeah, yeah, I don't live too far away. It's like 30 minutes. Like, right, right. <laughs> now that's how the... I feel. I live 30 minutes from uh from the store and I'm like, oh it's 30 minutes that way. Exactly, exactly. You know? <laughs> like now I'm getting used to it, but actually in my city, when you say I'm 30 minutes away, <laughs> you change province now. Like literally <laughs> another area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And then mostly walking too, right? Not a lot of cars and stuff like that, like in the US. Not not like in the US. Not like in the US. So you can reach uh, also not a lot of like a. Uh, the metro, those uh, public transport are not like mm. so used, at least uh, where I grew. Right. Because you can reach everything by car. And also, I think that is very different. Uh, the parking spot is so easy. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. Right. Uh, most You're of not the fighting time. people for parking spots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to leave like uh, 20 minutes before uh, to find a parking spot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Now, um, tell us a little bit how wine influenced your childhood growing up, if at all, mm-hmm. and how you actually got into the wine industry and found a passion for it. Sure. So, like, uh, as I mentioned before, I grew like uh, surrounded by the Prosecco Hills. And um, in Italy, the wine is also like it's very like part of our culture now. So mm-hmm. in our table, when I want to like to every every Sunday eating at my grandma, always the bottle on the table, always a bottle of wine on the table. 
the prosecco usually right <laughs> like all the all the grandpa grandfather from veneto they always have like the bottle at the at the table and i don't know usually it's also like a very common thing for uh, grandparents uh, because uh they they were used like to drink uh, at lunch and at dinner like uh, okay like uh, with the meal no they do like the ombretta l'ombra it's like a you know like it's not like the um, it's like the not the fancy glass the one that used to drink water oh yeah it's like let's yeah. say an, like an, a, an humble like glass a like a rocks glass like a yeah exactly exactly like uh in like exactly invented is called the ombra so ombra. it's like the the humble one ombra literally means shadow 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 yeah because uh, back in the day in veneto they like uh, the people used to gather under the shadow of the bell tower to drink a glass of wine interesting and so if you ever go to veneto in spanish it's sombra ah yeah, really? yeah. verdad sombra yeah really mm -hmm. interesting i just interesting. i just connect yeah yeah, yeah. So. like the glass of wine is sombra not the glass it's just shadow, ah, the, the shadow, shadow okay okay sombra. got it got yeah, it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we like bell, a... we don't have bell towers <laughs> <laughs> right should we probably do that <laughs> yeah and so like uh all the grandpa all the grandfather grandfather sorry mm -hmm. they have also always at the, the table is like a memory that is very like uh clear in my mind the ombra the ombra the, the glass of wine no the ombra awesome. like but not like uh, you know like uh, feeling no just a right. simple glass of yeah, wine yeah. just uh, without pretension uh, just uh, to you know to um, for the meal like you right. eat and you have like your glass of wine it, it's almost how americans would share beer mm -hmm. yeah you know? exactly exactly and uh yeah so for me like wine is a i, I always see wine as part of the culture no like right. uh, also something like to like a good opportunity to share to share the happiness uh, to share uh, the life uh, for example um in my in veneto the prosecco is seen like uh, as a simple wine Okay, simple doesn't mean less important. Right. Affordable doesn't mean less important. But you know, like the wine for every day, the wine for sharing, the wine for celebrating. For example, uh, next time I'm going uh, to Italy, mm -hmm. I'm sure that if I go to, like, uh, to to my town, maybe people that was not expecting me first time that they they gonna tell to go to Natalia would be ah, but let's have a prosecco together. It's like something that. Uh, I mean, uh, it's not is a wine not for like the good occasion for the everyday to share the life. You meet your friend like outside. Let's 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 have a prosecco together. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Also, when you don't wanna when you you don't wanna think with when you just wanna like uh, no stress when you just want relax have a glass with a good friend. It's not like uh, you know a wine that requires a specific uh, a specific occasion. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's similar to uh, I mean in. How, from what you've seen in the U.S., how does Prosecco differ from how the U.S. shares Prosecco? To okay, how yeah. You guys, well, we've, you've already shared how you share Prosecco now. <laughs> okay, okay. What have you seen in the U.S.? In the U.S., uh, okay, they see the Prosecco also with pairings, with food, which is not like, uh, it's not wrong. I mean, uh, right. we should not like exclude Prosecco to be paired with food. For example, with fish, with oyster, is uh, it tastes very good. But uh, on our like culture, Mm -hmm. We don't like pair it a lot uh, with food. Is uh, we pair it a lot uh, when uh, before eating, for example, you are chatting. Now imagine like a uh, same situation without the microphones, me and you. Right. Like we have like uh, a board of uh, charcuterie cheeses, a glass of prosecco, and uh, but it's, it's like something that completes the situation. It's no? just extremely casual. Yeah, exactly. The prosecco, for example, if we have like a, a good glass of wine here, like I don't know something more you know, uh, exclu exclusive, like uh, we, we've been here, like talking about the wine. 
with the Prosecco, you drink it, but uh, the focus is like uh, the staying together, the conversation, and uh, the Prosecco like uh, complete this situation. Interesting. Yeah, and I think um, champagne has a kind of influence on this. Is uh, I feel like in the U.S., sparkling wine is associated with special occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a like the famous reference is popping bottles. You know, when you're yeah, celebrating exactly, your exactly. pop bottles, which you can only really pop champagne or sparkling wine, right? Exactly, um, exactly. So I feel like that's where now obviously prosecco doesn't reach the fifty dollar mark, which I don't even think that some champagnes are even worth that oh no uh, <laughs> but, exactly but that's exactly. another that's another podcast but uh but yeah i feel like in uh in america we really have that kind of association with sparkling wine with celebrating something special or something like that so maybe it's not as casual unless you count mimosas uh, oh yeah especially the bottom of mimosas that is as, as casual as it gets exactly exactly <laughs> now um since we're on the topic of prosecco mm-hmm. um you actually have a prosecco that you want to present today yeah can you tell us a little bit about this one here yes today we have uh, this prosecco la gioiosa okay la gioiosa in italia means the joyful for two reasons Okay, this one is called the Joyful because, uh, first of all, like the region of Treviso, surrounded by green uh, vegetable vegetation that is very lush, uh, very prosperous, was called like a, a joyous area, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of the green that there is, all the life, all the biodiversity. And then also because uh, the location in which uh, this wine takes place, this winery takes place, uh, is an ancient villa, like a very ancient villa that used to be like uh, the summer estate, uh, for the rich Venetian families. Hmm. Interesting thing, uh, the rich Venetian families, uh, the, the people from uh, Venice, uh, they cannot ever leave the boat. For example, they, okay, they came uh, like uh, to the villa that is, is not in Venice, it's like in the province of Treviso. They okay. used to navigate uh, through the channel to reach the villa with the boat. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, a Venetian cannot uh, leave the boat, never. <laughs> I'm still elaborate a little bit on that. Okay, okay, yeah. For um, you know that in Venice uh, there are no cars. Mm-hmm. There are no cars. Uh, there are no like uh, public transport uh, unless boat. Right. You just move right. by boat. So for the Venetian, if even if they go like to the countryside, that was not like uh, the same of Venice. They used to go there by boat, and so like uh, this uh, this villa take place in this uh, in this summer estate uh, in which the rich Venetian families used to go there to spend the summer holidays. And if you see the villa, is huge. Like, it's crazy the thing that was just <laughs> like the, the summer estate, you know? And um, it's like, a, 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 from, a architecture, from a, the point of view of the architecture, mm-hmm. it's incredible. It's like a Palladio inspired, so a lot of statues, huge, like a lot of like very big rooms to do parties, celebration. They used to do like a lot of parties, very like joyful. So that's why also we have the name La Gioiosa. Interesting. And uh, yeah, they grow like um, uh, the glera and uh, like all the traditional uh, variety of grapes that are used in the production of Prosecco. And they're also another important thing. Uh, they're environmentally friendly, sustainable. They care a lot about the um, maintaining the biodiversity in the vineyards. Yeah, yeah. So because, uh, of course, uh, they they take place in a, an amazing place, an idyllic place. I send you the picture now right, of the right. Prosecco area. So the pictures that you sent me were of this, this okay. vineyard the, or the, another one? They were specifically from the Cartizze, that is a particular crew of uh, of the Prosecco and La Gioiosa. They have a vineyard in the Cartizze. Interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, yeah that, that is the, yeah the picture. Yeah, you <laughs> you can confirm yeah, like yeah. Uh, the land is uh, is incredible. It's like incredible. it's such a paradise. Yeah. Yeah, just looking at the pictures, it's like it doesn't do it justice at all. I mean, I can't wait to. Uh, Ricardo has promised to to take me, so I'm, I'm holding you to that. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna bring this guy to Italy if he's gonna bring me in Guatemala. We yeah, have like a deal. Yep. So. <laughs> yep. I have a lot of things to show you about uh, about Italy, specifically in Veneto right yeah yeah because uh like uh, i was born there i grew there so i can bring you in places <laughs> yeah, that uh, imagine. like uh, the average tourist uh, also the average italian can never reach <laughs> right right yeah which is uh this is the goal for everybody so uh yeah i'm excited for that one but uh i will ask you this uh now most proseccos on the market just because it's mass produced they do kind of tend to be around like the the 10 to 15 dollar range mm -hmm. this one we have on our shelves for 19.99 why would you choose this one over over something because cheaper. uh not worse but cheap yeah, <laughs> yeah no yeah Prosecco. less expensive less <laughs> that's what i meant to say because uh of course uh okay the price okay that has to be cost effective uh, but uh, we can like uh we can like uh don't think about the quality and like uh, offer something that uh, uh we know what uh, how is made uh, and uh, that ensure like the best quality as possible la gioiosa actually is not like a a small winery as you could expect it's like a more of a big winery but uh, their their goal is like to maintain as well the best quality as possible also out of a big production so like they're very concerned about uh, you know like the as, a, as i mentioned the biodiversity in the vineyards mm -hmm. i i visit like uh, la gioiosa before coming here so i saw like with my own eyes and they have also some i i, I already told you maybe mm -hmm. they have like some structure in the vineyards that they help to attract the bees, the ants, in right. order to maintain like uh, the the cycle of life, the average, the average, the normal cycle of life in the vineyard, right. like uh, to be part of the nature and not like uh, to substitute the nature. So this is considered biodynamic or just it's, no, no, it's not biodynamic. Let's say sustainable, okay, environmentally friendly. Okay, yeah, yeah, interesting. <laughs> And then, um, then Lamura, yeah. these two for this weather. Oh, come some on. Of my, some of my favorite <laughs> Yeah, we wines. pick like the most uh, summery wine yeah, today yeah. because, uh, <laughs> yeah. just it's, it's starting to finally reach 90 degrees here in DC. So these are the wines to, to break out oh, yeah. in the refrigerator for a little bit, chill it, and then <laughs> just crush them. <laughs> right on, right on, man. <laughs> yeah. Then we moved to Sicily. Also Sicily is like uh, an incredible place. Uh, like uh, as you know like there is the the volcano mm -hmm. the soil is uh, incredible the the land is uh, like is paradisiac is idyllic uh, is surrounded by the sea so you have like this uh, insular insular climate there is like uh, also the climate is perfect so it's never like too warm too cold also like yeah yeah like uh, because there is always a uh, wind no Right. There is always sun, always wind, and so all these features keep the grapes very protected against the the parasites, against the illness. Right. And so you're more like uh, advantage adv advantaged to work organically. So, for example, Lamura. Sicily, Sicily is the island being kicked by the boot, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's the ball. Yeah, yeah, it's the ball, soccer ball. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, like for example, um, yeah. This winery, Lamura, is a, a brand of uh, Casa Girelli, that is an historic uh, group in uh, winemaking in Italy. Okay. And Lamura is one of the, is a, like, uh, is interesting, uh, is blockchain certified. That means uh, that uh, you are sure that every bottle is, uh, is made like uh, with organic grapes. 
They were okay. exclusively with organic grapes. Also because they're helped by the climate of Sicily, because of course you have the wind, you have uh, the sun that keep the grapes uh, like healthy, the, that keep the grapes fresh, also protected from, uh, you know, parasites, uh, from illness. Uh, and so, yeah, don't need to use chemical. Like the weather, the weather took yeah. care of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we have uh, this boy <laughs> is like uh, the most summary thing that you could, uh, could imagine is a grillo, um, an indigenous variety of Sicily. So like a super refreshing wine. Also interesting thing about Lamura that they have like a, a very good value for money because, uh, right. as you know, like they're not like uh, very expensive. Right. So you can find these on the shelves here for 1499, uh, for each of them. So they're exactly. at the perfect price point between exactly, quality exactly. and still affordable. Without, uh, without like, uh, sacrifices the quality though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. As uh, we, as we were telling, I'm of the idea that uh, affordable doesn't mean less important. Right. <laughs> there are like a lot of like different things that uh, can inside in uh, this thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I mean, Italian wines, they can very range from the different, different price points, mm -hmm. but there's, there's such hidden gems over there. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Another thing, another interesting thing, uh, how to find the Italian wine, very good Italian wines uh, for, uh, like, uh, for a few money. Right. Like find the variety, find the appellation that no one knows. Right. Because here everyone wants Chianti, everyone wants Nebbiolo, Sangiovese. So the price for that uh, is rising. Right. You go like to, for like, uh, you know, some uh, variety of grapes, uh, something that you never heard, like appellation that you never heard, you can find like amazing wines for cheap prices because yeah. are just like maybe production that are not so like, uh, you know, so common that they cannot sell a lot in, um, in this market. Because of course, you know, that, uh, you may know better than me. People want, uh, like a usually recognizable, uh, like a variety. Yes. Now with wine, it's a little bit easier for people to kind of venture off versus mm -hmm. like spirits and stuff like that. Uh, with spirits, people will usually stick to what they know, uh, with wine, it's a little bit easier to recommend this, um, and this and that, and people are a little more open to it, especially in this area as well, just cause we get the spectrum from younger, older, mm -hmm. yeah, then experienced, non-experienced, then they trust you. Exactly. Um, so it's, uh, it's fun to recommend something like this and having them come back and, uh, and be excited about it. Oh yeah. 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 Totally, totally. That, like, it's amazing. <laughs> this and that. I'll take two bottles now. <laughs> nice. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Also that because Italy is all blessed, like all the region produce great wine, great food, uh, great tradition. So like uh, there are regions that no one talk about, uh, like Umbria. Umbria yeah. is like, uh, I mean, one of the best region of Italy. And where uh, we're just for everybody listening. Where's that at? Umbria. Hmm? Where's Umbria? Umbria, Umbria is like in the, in the center of Italy. Okay. Like, uh, it's like, uh, it's not like, uh, it's not like, uh, uh, on the no, Roma no, side or like, uh, is, uh, in between Roma and like Abruzzo. So central, so, exactly central, okay. the exact center of Italy. So now see in Umbria. Like, uh, but is as, as you imagine Italy, man. So for right. example, a uh, lot of hills, uh, all these small, uh, small town, uh, no, like right. very, like in the middle of nowhere, right. like uh, the, 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 old, uh, the old woman sitting like uh, all on the, on the chair, like the chatting, uh, <laughs> they're like, uh, the, the Italian cameras. Yeah. Call it, she's the, yeah, exactly. Exactly. The one that sees everything, no, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, you know, that uh, they're maybe like at the window, like uh, doing the laundry. Yeah. They, yeah. Like just watching. Uh, and, uh, it's funny because like, uh, 
they they just watch everything, no? Yeah, that's how Guatemala so, is, exactly. man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Also, I'm from a small town over there too, and yeah, it's like yeah. you always have the las viejitas. Las viejitas. They exactly. know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they tell everything. Exactly, exactly. So like they stay there like on the chairs. Yeah. <laughs> like all day chatting. So yep. it's also funny to see that there are a lot of like similarities between Italy and Central America. Right. Yeah. Right. So for example, when I go to Central America. I, I feel at home because uh, there are a lot of things uh, culturally that remind me of Italy. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. likewise. I mean, even even just us talking and stuff like that, it's always like, oh, wait, oh, I have that too. We have oh, that yeah. Too. <laughs> like, uh, like, the, like cheersing and looking each other in the eyes. I oh, mean, yes, yes. We'll... Then also, you know, the sense of uh, the family, the gathering together, right, like the right. celebration, uh, the, the sense of the community. Right. And that's where it's, uh, that's where it's been interesting with me because... Um, I grew up with my stepdad, he's American, mm -hmm. so I got that kind of sense of, of the American culture. But then we have my family, which we all get together, drink, and like, yeah. it's just all of us just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Going and do you crazy. feel more Guatemalan or American so far? Guatemalan, for yeah? sure. But yeah, I think just, that maybe uh, depends, no? Yeah, it depends. Um, it, it really does. I mean, obviously, there's, I came here when I was six, mm -hmm. so all my studying and everything, like, I think in English now. That's how, that's <laughs> oh, the, really? Yeah, that's okay. the best way to best way to put it but i mean culturally uh i feel more comfortable around the hispanic kind of okay like this kind of environment the so. chaos everybody like <laughs> laughing and yelling and <laughs> no one can talk at a normal voice it's just, it's always, like, <laughs> yeah you can recognize the italians <laughs> <laughs> like so, the sunday lunch at, uh, in italy are always a mess you know? yeah, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then something like, i always notice play, it takes playing forever song, uh, singing let song. me ask you this it takes forever to leave Oh yeah. So they start saying yeah, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll start saying goodbye from the from like the living room, and they'll like they'll have three conversations before they actually leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And then exactly. the last have... conversation at the door, and then they'll finally. They'll yeah, yeah, finally exactly, leave. exactly. Like you have to say hello to everyone. Right. I think that I noticed also like uh, in Italy, when you go out with friends, if it's like a, uh, you know, like a uh, not so late, uh, I would say. I don't know, 11 p.m. you have to go because you have to work the day after other other reason. Right. It's impossible. Right. They're not going to let <laughs> no. you leave. Like, uh, guys, I'm going, no, no, what's the, the, let's do the last one. Let's do the ultimo, the last yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is never the last one. <laughs> no, it's not. And so it's impossible. Here, sometimes uh, uh, it's different, no? Like, uh, people are more pragmatic. Uh, but I also, like, uh, there's a lot, lot of things uh, to learn about the American society. Right. There are right. a lot of differences. Uh, like, uh, yeah, here is, like, different. So, hi, guys, I have to leave. Okay, okay. Bye, see you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get on safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In Italy, like, if you have to leave, like, if you plan to, like, leave, early because you have you have stuff to do i don't know man it's impossible yeah you, you will see you will see we yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're coming to italy with me yeah don't worry, I'll come right home. <laughs> you will see that it's really a thing l'ultimo the, right. the last one right. and i always call the glass of wine let's see like the the humble glass of wine yeah now the um, what is it called the, the humble glass of wine we were talking before oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we like nobody finished it yeah like, what is it like um the what is it called like the last bite no, 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 l'ombra. That's what oh, it's called? No, no, I was talking about l'ombra, like uh, la sombra. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, because right. I'm, uh, I'm teaching Italian to, to Luis. And obviously I'm a slower learner. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you learn in Italian so far? Bye, bravo. Bye, bravo is the biggest one. Um, it was uh, like, um, 
I, I keep getting confused because I keep wanting to say it in Spanish, but la 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 boca de, de vergonha. What is it? Exactly, el bocona de la vergonha. La bocona de la vergonha. The last bite, the what is it? The bite of shame is the best way to kind of translate it. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, when you have like a, I don't know a dish that uh, is shared. Mm -hmm. So there is always the last bite that. Uh, no, no one like uh, would dare to take it, no. Right. So it's like uh, the the bite of shame, in bocone de la vergogna. Right, and that's uh, <laughs> and like that's something. So even if you're around parties, that's how you kind of, that's how you kind of know how people were raised around you. Like if you're if you're in a group, that's kind of how you know where the majority was kind of raised. Because mm -hmm. there's it, that's actually like in a lot of cultures, that last bite is kind of okay. <laughs> kind of rude, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, living in Hawaii. Living in Guatemala, like being from Guatemala, I've learned that like that last bite is always like, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No <laughs> only only, take only, it, only for the braves, <laughs> right? Only for, only for the no shame. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, back to these ones. So yeah, so we just Veneto, Veneto, northern. Yeah, north northeast. east, like uh, we're close to Venice, but a, a bit more inland. So okay. I would say like. Uh, more, one, one hour mountain, driving from Venice. More up in the mountains. Uh, kind of. Like uh, in the direction of the mountain, but okay. still not in the mountain. It's like hills. Got it. Yeah, okay. yeah. And but, then uh, Sicily, and Sicily more tropical? No. Uh, subtropical. Okay. Yeah. Also, you know, there, there started there is a microclimate uh, that in Sicily that is very suitable to planting like uh, avocados, uh, mangoes, yeah. papaya. Yeah, yeah. So it's also more sustainable now. Because right. instead of in Italy, instead of like taking the avocados from uh, Peru, from Central America, you just take it from Sicily. We we were talking the, about coffee the other day. Oh yeah. And how it doesn't make the best sense to actually have Italian coffee. Exactly. Like, so explain a little bit about that. Yeah. That was kind of like it, it kind of took me in a on a trip <laughs> a little bit. And I'm like, wow, that's true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like for example, it's crazy to think about coffee is really part of the Italian culture, but. Uh, like we don't grow actually coffee in Italy. So all the coffee that we grow in Italy is imported from like the Central America or Ethiopia, Africa or uh, whatever. So uh, I, I, you, I, you, I, like here, I often go like to Italian markets, for example, mm -hmm. if I need like something, something specific to cook. So something very specific that I can find at the grocery store. And very often I see like the Italian brands of coffee, for example, Ely, for right. example, Lavazza. Right. I carry them here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're right over oh, yeah. here on the shelf. <laughs> no, <it's, yeah. laughs> great coffee. <laughs> no, no, they're great coffee. But uh, so do you want me still to explain? No, no, I have actually <laughs> Ely from uh, Ethiopia and Colombia as well. So we're good. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. <laughs> awesome, awesome. No, yeah. So the thing that because uh, I went to Louis Place, you offered me a coffee. So we started like tripping a bit about uh, coffee and Italian coffee in particular. Thinking about uh, the coffee like uh, is not uh, planted in Italy, so it could be like a grow in uh, Central America, imported to Italy, like uh, processed in Italy and then uh, back in America to be sold. Like that's a lot of uh, like, uh, you know, a lot of right. fuel, a lot it's of counterintuitive uh, a little bit, you know, you're yeah. going Ex there just to over here exactly. just to save it in it from Italy. Exactly, exactly. You know? It's a long way, like uh, it's a long, it's a, it's a lot of fuel that uh, that it goes, no? Right, right. Or it would make more sense to just buy Colombian coffee, so or Guatemalan coffee. Oh, Ethiopia is kind of there, so I guess it's not too. Yeah, exactly. Too much, if it's but... the, if it's Ethiopia, is not that bad. Like uh, it could be like from Central America. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but for example, here, like uh, I don't stick a lot with uh, Italian brands. I take like more like uh, from uh, Guatemala, from uh, Mexico, or whatever. Interesting. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of 
changing my train of thought a little bit there <laughs> too. So, but yeah, it puts it in, uh, into perspective of how how things work because I never realized too that it was a produced coffee. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. There are things that you like not often you like uh, think about, but uh, like nowadays the sustainability is like everything is very important. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like it's always worth it, like to you know to like doing some question about it. Uh, how it comes from, where it comes from. Because coffee needs more humidity. That's mm -hmm. why it's kind of grown more kind of along the equator. Mm -hmm. um, like if you look at the, if, if you look at the map, um, Ecuador, when you're, when you're looking at the Americas, Ecuador is right on the equator and then everything kind of around there, Colombia and stuff like that. That's why they make good coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's also why they don't produce a lot of wine. Oh, yes, Because wine, exactly. the humidity is not good for grapes. Sure, sure, uh, exactly, so you, exactly. So if you look at on, on the earth, all the wine regions, California, Oregon, and then down south, you have Argentina, Chile. Um, Europe is all north of the equator. Uh, and then you have South Africa, which is producing some great wines. And then if you continue, you kind of have New Zealand, Australia, all producing really good wines, but they're all kind of far away from, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, from sure, the equator. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Um, and then it's funny because I never, I never think of Italy because it's so long, I always assume they have all the climates mm -hmm. to kind of produce whatever they need to produce. But it is still the Mediterranean. It's still like above the Mediterranean, so it's still pretty far from the equator. Oh yes, uh, so it's kind of <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny to think about it like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not an expert of coffee. I love it, but I'm not an expert. But actually, it's very interesting because uh, like it's also like very. Like the concept is the same of wine, you know, like right. uh, knowing the production area, knowing how is uh, made, uh, like uh, the quality of the, um, of the, you know, of the product. Right. I, I think that like tripped me a lot about the coffee is that uh, think about in nature, how many like, uh, uh, how is, uh, what's the odds to have like so much uh, aromaticity from a seed, not a fruit, but a seed, coffee right. is a seed. Oh yeah, it's acidic, You're really, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not. There are some examples, really but it's not like so so common. Right, right. And then, and it's pretty much just. Um, it, that's the cool thing about wine too is once you understand or start to understand the concepts of it, mm -hmm. you really start to understand. Like for example, um, Pinot Noirs from uh, New Zealand, Australia. If you flip the earth over and learned this in the last podcast, if you flip the earth over you're on the same kind of climates as Willamette Valley in Oregon. Oh yeah. So you get similar things and stuff like that. Uh, so it's like, so once you, and this helps with shopping too, because if you're looking for a Pinot Noir with a little more body, you kind of know you can go to New Zealand or Australia or totally. Willamette Valley. You can either go like basically away from the equator, you can go each direction <laughs> and kind of get similar wines, I would guess with more body, more flavor and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, um, sure, sure. Back to Italy, though, yeah. um, you have that range, too, which is awesome about Italy. And that's why you're able to, that's why Italy is able to produce such great wines mm -hmm. and such different wines, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. We um, have like a, a lot, a lot of variety of uh, grapes. Right. Like vinified, there are like a lot, like it's impossible to know all of them. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't want to be pretentious, but is the, the place, is the, like uh, the country with the most variety of grapes. Like right. vinified, there, there are like a, a ton of variety, like a ton. I, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be wrong, but I think like more than 700, more than 700 vinified variety of grapes. Something yeah, like this. yeah, if not more. If not, <laughs> if yeah. Not more. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And like I said, just because uh, like 
Italy has the kind of length with different climates and mm -hmm. different elevations too. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, then, you know, like also an interesting thing that I want to link that we were talking about the last day. In Italy, the, like making wine is before part of the culture and then a business. Okay. Right. Because like you have the winery from the grandparents and then uh, it occurred to be your job. Like, is, is it very like uncommon to, to say like, a, like the, the winery that there are in Italy, be born like, okay, let's make wine. So we're going to make a lot of money. Right. Exactly. Right. Because uh, our winery, that's a very historic, that uh, they exist since uh, <laughs> always. Before America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like since There's maybe, yeah. Vineyards over there. That's exactly. Like generations exactly. and generations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Is, it's crazy to think about. Totally. It, there are wineries that exist since the 1400s. That, that's so, crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, uh, and then they've been in the same family, right? Exactly. Uh, not all, not uh, everyone, but uh, most of the cases, yes. There are a lot, a lot of examples that, for example, uh, um, I have a wine, uh, Wicaria wine, that uh, is now the 14th generation. Jeez. 14th generation running the winery. Wow. So like, it's really not like uh, all the tradition that, uh, like, you know, that passed from uh, tradition to tradition. So, yeah. so, so we, the, the idea is like very, like the pure essence of making wine. Right. No, then the business come later. Right. And I feel like, uh, when I talk to a lot of business people and stuff like that, they're just now in the mindset of creating a legacy company. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, they're basically first generation of, okay, I want to create something to pass on to to my kids and my family when you have like vineyards in Italy that's already 14 generations in it's just like mind-boggling a little bit oh yeah yeah so, totally totally yeah <laughs> yeah also because you know like uh, uh when you plant a vineyard it takes some uh some year to, to like uh to to grow like a quality grapes right like for the first three years uh, you don't see any production right yeah I, the... I also did some experiences in the production side oh really oh yeah I worked some uh, for some harvest in uh, both in Veneto and those in France, in Burgundy. How was that like? Oh, amazing. I was the toughest experience of my life uh, because uh, in, uh, in Burgundy, there are the vines that are super, super low. They're like, like this. So the band is always uh, like banded, <laughs> always. Uh, but the beautiful thing is that uh, like, uh, also that is uh, like a moment of sharing because, uh, you know, sharing the, um, the fatigue increases the bonds between right. people, no? Right. So like uh, there were a lot of people, all, all young people, that uh, they came, they came from uh, uh, New York, uh, from yeah, from the U.S., uh, from Canada, from uh, Australia, and so we were all there, like uh, sharing uh, the the struggle. But then also when everything was over, every night we were like uh, celebrating, talking about uh, like uh, a lot of culture, like getting together, like uh, drinking wine, uh, and uh, it was amazing. So far, I only remember beautiful things about that experience. That's awesome. Was, man, <laughs> was very very hard. Like, uh, the band, the, the back was like, uh, destroyed. Oh yeah. It was like destroyed every day. So, and also we used to sleep very few because, uh, 6am we we're up to go in the field to harvest. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, in the evening, we had uh, a chef cooking for us, for all the, um, for all the workers. And so we stayed, we used to stay there like, uh, dinner, wine, uh, talking because man, it's okay that you are tired, but you are the opportunity to stay with people from right. all over the world uh, to like experience like you know yeah to open your mind to think to talk about yeah. people that uh, do like 
crazy things around the world so how can you go sleep in that right. uh, and then yeah. you get to then you get to back to what we were talking about Uno it's just last one yeah <laughs> one exa- more exactly exactly <laughs> guys i go to sleep no die the last yeah, one. Just like, just like, the last one. <laughs> in that in that situation was the last battle no the yeah. Last... <laughs> yeah yeah where they get you is we will have one more and then we'll all go to sleep oh yeah <laughs> that's a, that, exactly that's a trap. exactly that's a trap just go to sleep they, 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 every day when the, the the alarm was ringing I was like, uh, you know, <laughs> with the eyes like super red, like. <laughs> but then you know, you're with friends, so you go in the fields, uh, ready to harvest. That was like a, a lot of rain too. We took a lot of rain. Yeah. So rain, then sun, you're very exposed to the to the environment, to the nature. Interesting. But was like an incredible experience. Like also like to to harvest the grapes that are gonna become wine, no? Right. Like the right. first ever step of the wine. Right. You. You contributed to the first step of the wine. Huh. Yeah. Also, did you ever did you ever get to see what label? Ah, you, the, the of the grapes that you picked. Did you ever? Ah, see yeah, yeah. It was, was? A, it was a. was a Chablis. Really. Was was a Chateau de Beru. Was from a winery Chateau de Beru. Uh, they do. They produce a very good uh, Chablis biodynamic organically. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So also like uh, with the traditional methods, but very elegant, very good. So like. Uh, and also every night uh, we, we used to drink like very good wines because they produ- we were like uh, in, yeah. in the art uh, of Burgundy. Yeah, there's no import tax. There's no. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're <laughs> like right there. Stra- straight from the cellar. Like, yeah. uh, like <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that concludes everything today. Uh, Ricardo, you represent Ethica Wine. Is there yep. um, a website, Instagram, social media? Where yeah, everything, everything you need is like a, a company that import, uh, specializing in importing Italian wines in uh, the US, uh, then uh, they work also in uh, Canada, in the Pacific, but uh, the um, 17% of the business is uh, in the US. And so, yeah, the headquarters is in Miami. Okay. Headquarters is in Miami, but uh, yeah, they work like uh, all over around. Awesome. And so, then, yeah. of course, you can find these wines here at 1717 Connecticut Ave uh, in DuPont. Um, and then we'll be carrying more. And then I'm sure you'll be okay. back to present. <laughs> um and show us more more wines from your portfolio hopefully but, hopefully <laughs> uh, thank you everybody for, thank for you. tuning in and i do want to remind everybody to please drink responsible uh <laughs> responsibly um drink with friends and stuff like that but uh yeah thanks for tuning in until next time thank you so much luis thank you for everyone oh let's have a number together very soon let's go <laughs> <laughs> let's have some prosecco right, right. Now. <laughs> exactly <laughs> thank you thank you